Welcome back to another Untitled Sundance Review. I am one of your hosts, Matt Rohrbeck, alongside, he's allergic to tomatoes, but he's tomato meter approved, Eric Marchin. Matt, I am tripping out right now. Yeah. Tripping balls and tripping hard. It's technically- I'm Not even on anything. Technically, day three of Sundance as we're recording this. Um, the first night was just the opening night, so we each saw one film. So it feels like day two, really. Um, you've been, you've been busy, busier than I, um, for those of you that don't know, you can check out our most recent draft of the untitled movie podcast, but I quit my day job. So my last day was on Friday, which was the technically day two of Sundance. So it's been a little bit of a whirlwind, uh, for me as well. I did watch three movies yesterday, but you squeezed in, it felt like six movies in the last 24 hours. Um, in total, I have seen twelve films, but that also includes it's like three or four. Judas, from before, right? Yeah, Judas and the Black Messiah, Violation, Night of the Kings. Like I'm just looking at it as a, like a total as a whole. But yeah, for the last like 24 hours, um, and including this morning uh, with Ben Wheatley's um, In the Earth and the documentary animated hybrid uh, Flea, um, it's been it's been wild, Matt wild back at it buddy it's festival um yeah i'm uh, i'm loving it so far though we had a three movie day um today on this episode we are reviewing dash shaw's crypto zoo um starring uh lake bell uh michael Sarah, um emily davis um jason schwartzman shows up uh there's lots of people in this but it's a uh animated film um his follow-up to uh my entire high school sinking into the sea did i get that right yeah yeah um which played at i know tiff a few years ago and i think it also might have played sundance as well um eric uh you want to kick it off what is crypto zoo you, you can tell we're really prepared and we're also extremely tired. Uh, yeah, so Crypto Zoo, uh, as mentioned, is uh, Dash uh, Shaw's uh, follow-up to my entire high school uh, is is sinking. Um, and exactly what this is, the, the best way to describe it is, and I, and I tweeted this, a stoner version of Jurassic Park and Fantastic Beasts with Angela Anaconda esque animation, um, and you also added to it, and I think it's important to, to mention that it's something that you would stumble on uh, or upon while watching like Adult Swim, Adult Swim at like, like four in the morning, yeah, at like yeah two three in the morning when you're high out of your mind. And essentially, what we have is a story about um, a world, uh, an alternative world that takes place. Uh, in 1967, uh, so the height of the Vietnam War, uh, politics are very much prevalent in the background. Uh, we have, you know, hippies and sort of more conservative army uh, sort of uh, rangers and, and soldiers kind of beating at each other from all sides. And then we have this kind of weird world that involves mythical creatures called cryptids um as the definition uh, comes up at the beginning and essentially what that is is you know creatures from all different uh mythologies whether it be greek japanese um specifically the uh baku which is like this weird like elephant dream that, sucker yeah a, a dream sucking elephant that um takes away the bad dreams um and that is the connection to the main character played by like bell lauren uh gray who is an army brat turned sort of um 
liberator of the cryptids. And her main mission in this movie is to find the legendary Baku because it's in danger from the opposition. And she's working for a John Hammond-esque character named Jane, voiced by uh, Grace uh, Zabrinsky of Twin Peaks fame. And she's basically John Hammond, but she fucks. Um, And there's a lot of weird sort of dry droll humor that sometimes is a little bit like Wes Anderson-esque. Yeah. Um, but there's also um you know an, an interesting story. I think I think this is actually kind of better than the second Fantastic Beast movie. Oh, totally. uh, which isn't hard to do. No, it's like, not a high art. <laughs> but also this is this is very much a niche film. And I think part of my problem with the movie or or, or the thing that I didn't love um, is the animation style doesn't always work for yeah, me. Totally. Um, there are moments. It's not a, and it's not that I'm against it because I like the idea that there's something a little bit different in terms of style than just, you know, 3d and your traditional two hand uh, or two dimensional drawings. This is kind of like rough around the edges. It feels like someone Almost like, like actually is mixed. It's you mentioned Ange- Angela Anaconda. I don't know if many people get that reference, but like, no, it's a Canadian thing, yeah. but Terry Gilliam as well. Terry Gilliam did a lot of this kind of style for the Monty Python sketches and the films where it would be interjected with, you know, creatures or sort of quick little interludes of animation. And I, it's, it's very similar to that. And actually, it does have a little bit of a Monty Python sort of yeah. comedic vibe to it. It's very absurd at times, but also it still kind of focuses in on the story that I think is easy. I think that's the easiest thing to sort of get on board with is that it's just a classic kind of like, you know, woman on a mission kind of movie and, you know, trying to save, save these characters. Yeah. But then there's also some interesting stuff there with the complications of like, you know, capitalism and also are the good guys really all that much better than the villains in the film and how, you know, the way to, uh, you know, help these species of creatures, you know, in their environment and their habitat is to basically create this zoo, this crypto zoo, the titular crypto zoo, uh, which is kind of this commercial sort of uh, amusement park slash, you know, um, side so circus in, in a lot of ways. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting using it as a, you know, these mythical creatures as a social commentary just on, you know, even regular zoos or just, uh, you know, captive animals in general or just the, you know, uh, capitalism kind of, you know, taking that over and, and abusing these, you know, animals for, you know, our amusement, um, I think is kind of interesting, but I, I I'm with you. Um, di- this just didn't really land with me. The, the humor, like you said, is, um, very specific to a, um, you're either going to buy fully into this or you're going to kind of go after 20 minutes or so go, okay, I think I've had enough of this. And I think that's why when I tweeted immediately after the movie, I was like, it just to me feels like that adult swim um, short that you would stumble across where it's like 20 minutes. Maybe it's like one of those random things. It's not really part of a series or anything. It's just something that you're flipping through the channels and you're like, Oh, this is this is interesting with the art style because it is very rough around the edges. Um, it almost looks like scrapbooking at times with like people drawing on paper and and cutting out the sketches and then animating them with like cardboard and and some of it is very beautiful in the way that they met, met, meld the different art styles and and, and different visuals and um, I love the title sequence and, and and there are elements there that I'm like oh this is really striking or different or interesting. Um, that being said, like not 
the humor just didn't really land for me. Um, the story, like you said, it, it is pretty simple when you just kind of brass tacks down to the, the ABCs of the story. But um, social commentary, I think, was kind of interesting. Um, l- I like the voice cast. Obviously, I love Lake Bell. Um, if you guys haven't watched Harley Quinn, she is fantastic as Poison Ivy in that show. Um, another thing that's very Adult Swim-ish. Um cameos by you know that's why i think it felt wes anderson with jason schwartzman there um even uh peter stormare always has a great voice too so like i like the voice cast as gustav the 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 fawn who always likes to have orgies and very hedonistic yeah he's kind of like the one character that is kind of like almost weirdly like lando yeah in 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 this yeah but even Uh, lando even the name gustav i was like this sounds like a wes anderson thing um so anyways, if, to me, it just felt like a short that felt stretched out to 90 minutes. And um, I think I might have enjoyed it a bit more if it was only 20, 25 minutes, um, maybe. And, and and I just feel like as you stretch that out, it started to lose me after that first half hour. And there'd be little sequences here and there where the art style would change up or they'd be in a different location or they'd use some sort of stylistic kind of thing where it would kind of grab my attention again. But um Mostly, I, I think there is a group of people that will really dig this, and I think if you dug his last movie and and you and, and you like those Wes Anderson vibes or those kind of quirky, um, uh, you know, very specific style of humor, that I think you'll you'll buy into it. But for me, it's um, I don't know. After twenty twenty five minutes, I was like, I think I've had enough of this. We should also mention that the animation is by uh, Jane uh, Samborski, uh, who also worked with him on uh, his previous movie. I liked his previous film a little bit more. And again, it's a very conventional sort of um, conceit where it is basically making a, a, you know, a remake of the Poseidon adventure, but just doing it in the, that animation style and adding kind of the quirks that we've, we've talked about. I mean, this essentially is almost as if like you gave Wes Anderson the, the rights to an X-Men movie, but you know, he said, I want to do it animated uh, in, in two dimensional kind of sketch drawings in a weird way, because again, like it's, it's sort of looking at civil rights and the time of, of, you know, anti-capitalism and, and, or takeover and things like that. And I think the strongest part of this movie is the opening uh, prologue of the film, which actually plays like a horror movie in, in a lot of ways, weirdly enough, where you have, you know, the young couple that are, you know, these hippies and idealists and they're smoking grass and having sex in the and- forest. Yeah. Yeah, and usually that's sort of the ingredients. Like they they stumble upon the zoo, and you think actually at first that the zoo from this opening sequence is going to kind of be like, you know, this kind of like horror set area, and and, yeah, and 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 when they kind of come into contact with one of the creatures, this unicorn, it very much plays like a horror film. Like you you feel like you're watching the opening of even again Jurassic Park, where you know you're you're introducing yeah. characters that oh might not God. actually be connected yeah yeah to the to the main plot but actually kind of set the stage so to speak and this definitely st- sets the stage and you know is is very much a stoner sort of comedy in a lot of ways as well like again the humor is very dry it's very strange and um a little bit o- opaque in in some ways but um I think there were moments I didn't I didn't love the movie, but I will say that I it it was interesting for what it was trying yeah. to do, and I appreciate the sense of humor. But I do pretty much agree with you, where like I feel like 
I got the gist of it in 20 minutes or so. And the rest of the film did feel like it was kind of, you know, running on empty for the most part. And, and again, like the plots fairly conventional um, it's the animation style and, and the, the sense humor, of humor yeah. that are the two things that kind of are unique to this um, story. And, and, I, and, I, and I, I, I like the, I like this guy. Like he's in he, Dash Shaw is oh, an yeah. interesting character. Totally. Um, and and I'm all for these kind of movies being made. Absolutely, and I even like yeah. the joke that they made about Disney at the beginning of this film as well. And that, you know, there there's room for all different styles and it might not be your, your, your taste aesthetically speaking, but at least, you know, there's that, there's an option for it there. Exactly. And I think that's what I can appreciate from this and that I'll always, you know, give this guy a shot is, um, um, yeah, I, I, I I'm pretty much on the same page as you. Um, I, I definitely, th- it's better than we bought a zoo. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Not again, not a, huge, a high bar. Um, but I do think you're doing yourself a bit of disservice. Uh, if you're not watching this very stoned at like two in the morning or something like that, like I feel like maybe I would have enjoyed it a bit more. Um, and, and maybe was even more mesmerized by the art style and different things like that. Where if I'm watching it sober at three in the afternoon, it's, it doesn't maybe hit the same way so um that being said like i don't think it's it's bad or anything i just think it it, there's a decent short film in here um that kind of lost me after those first 25 minutes and while there's some interesting visuals throughout um they felt kind of sporadic and and the voice cast is good and it's it's funny at times. and the creature designs i the think that the actual interpretation yeah. of the creatures themselves a lot of them there's some monster. that i've never heard before like i i kind of like that aspect of it that you know oh you've heard of name any mystical creature from any kind of fable or or, or things like that and yeah and you know. mentioned peter stormare's fawn some of them are more humanoid there's one kind of um introduction to a character phoebe who is a gorgon medusa who partners up with uh lake bell's character and that's an important sort of relationship through the the film where you know she is kind of questioning uh bell's character's sort of motivations and like why are you doing this or what's the the end goal because she doesn't want to you know end up spending her life living in this kind of tacky amusement park yeah you know and wants to just be integrated into the rest of society and be accepted for who she is yeah which again civil rights issues kind of things like that 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 come up and that's why it's set in 1967 like it's it's at a time where all this was very much heightened in, in that way. Um, I know we keep bringing him up and maybe Dash Shaw is either friends with him or maybe he hates the comparison. But um, this to me, like I, I could see a Wes Anderson live action remake of this movie <laughs> um, just in, in my head of just like something. I mean, his movies are basically well, live like action. Robotic, is, 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 is pretty similar. Yeah. But uh, and Anderson's movies are basically live action animated films anyway so um yeah i i'm I'm mixed on it i i'm teetering on more of the kind of negative side i don't think it's bad but um it it just didn't land with me and i feel like if i did stumble across this at night when i'm stoned maybe it's a little bit better if it was a short or a small you know 10 15 20 minute thing on adult swim maybe i would have really enjoyed it but i'm gonna uh i'm gonna give it a 2.5 i'm gonna give it a neutral three 
Um, I liked it for what it was. I think it just overstayed its welcome. Yeah, fair. Uh, well, thank you all for listening. Uh, we'll have tons more Sundance content right here on Untitled Movie Reviews. So uh, you guys can go check out our review of one of the opening night films, Coda, uh, a lovely, lovely film uh, that I can't wait for you guys to go see. So go check out that review. Uh, and we'll have tons of other reviews over at this channel. So keep it locked here for the next you know six or seven days or so, and you should be getting lots and lots of content. Uh, please go subscribe to our other two channels untitled movie podcast and untitled movie conversations follow us on all of those social medias at untitled underscore cast drop us a review on your podcast service of choice if you would be so kind uh and as always my name is matt Rohrbeck. you can find more of my work around the internet but mostly at untitledmoviepodcast.com and you can follow me on all of those social medias at matt Rohrbeck. i'm usually bumming around letterbox rating all these movies or twitter tweeting nonsense my reviews get dumber and dumber on twitter the more movies i see so i try not to give everything away in my tweet reviews because then eric and i can actually talk about it yeah and and they're they're fun you should definitely follow matt he always actually and and i actually think that your your tweets are are really well constructed some of them are and some are dumb like my one uh, we'll talk about it on a review uh for um on the count of three like that wasn't really a review i just dropped two references that i really how it ends i thought was a really well thought out so you know um yeah and i'm eric marchin you can find more of my video reviews at rogerstv.com slash cinema scene and on the social medias at em6211 and until next time, without dreams, there can be no future. I was going to say we bought a crypto zoo, but. <laughs> Bye, too. Bye.